You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, episode 74, and today we're discussing how to use your life experience to propel your business further, so stay tuned. I'm Samantha Riley, and after being in business for 20 years, I took the leap of faith from a traditional bricks and mortar business into the online world and created a business based around my expertise. Now I have a life that gives me the freedom to work wherever I have an internet connection. I'm now obsessed with helping the unheard experts who are brilliant at what they do but feel like the world's best kept secret transform to influential thought leaders, all while creating a business which gives them the freedom to create their life by design. Join me as we explore the strategies that you can implement to create and grow a business based on your expertise. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode. It's great to be hanging out with you here in your earbuds for another episode. Before we get into today's interview, I want to give a huge shout out to Alison Walton. Alison, thank you so much for your review on iTunes. Alison says, a huge thank you for every episode. There's a wealth of information in each one, which I take away at least one action item. Keep going, guys. You're doing an amazing job. Well, we are absolutely going to keep going and we really appreciate your comment, Alison. For everyone that's listening, it would be super helpful for us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a review and hit that subscribe button. It really helps us to be found by new people that are looking for business podcasts and means that we'll get more listeners and more coverage and more amazing guests on the show. All of the, all of the things sharing all of the love. So I would super appreciate any help in the iTunes department because it's a lot of work to publish this and get it out there and I would love to have this show in the earbuds of more listeners. Thank you so much, Alison. Really appreciate it. But today we're talking about using the experiences that you have in your life to further propel your business. And I'm being joined today by Jenny Taylor who has the world-famous Jenny Taylor boudoir photography business over in the US. It's very, very well known. And she had an extremely challenging life event that she's going to share. It's something that probably would have had a lot of people walking away from their business because just dealing with life. Uh, And instead, Jenny's used it to create a new business, another business, and create more income and more importantly, just living her purpose, going out and doing and helping so many women to be the best that they can be, living their best life and helping these experiences to fuel her to help other women to really have a new sense of overall healing and peace. So she's talking about how to overcome traumas, how experiences or how her experience equipped her and motivated her to help other people. And I'm sure that by her sharing her story, it will inspire you to get out and live an even bigger life. So I welcome into the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Jenny Taylor. 
Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Jenny, it's so wonderful to have you joining me here today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm really looking forward to our topic today, which is empowerment. It's a fabulous word. It's a fabulous thing. And specifically women's empowerment, which is what you talk about. I'd love you to share with us just before we start what it is that you do and the kinds of clients that you work with. Yeah, for sure. So I own Jenny Taylor Boudoir Photography, which has been in business almost a decade in the United States. We have three studios as of now, Chicago, Nashville, Laguna Beach, California. And we really work, our tagline is we transform the everyday woman into a bombshell. And we've had clients between the age of 21 and 85 years old. And I've really reinvented the word boudoir and we do not make our clients wear lingerie. So you can bring in a pretty dress or jeans and a t-shirt, whatever you feel comfortable in. We welcome all women, body shapes, sizes, ethnicities. We've worked with over 3,500 women across the country and I'm so proud to say we have a five-star business in every state. And um, what I've learned is Throughout these nine years, I started photography because I wanted to see people smile and I've loved it since I was eight years old. And I just decided to follow my dream and passion and I started the whole thing, no business class or anything on my own. And I went from zero dollars to a multi-million dollar empire. And I, what I've learned is all of us women are the same on the inside and we just want to feel confident and beautiful on the inside. And when we have that on the inside, we can then show it off on the outside. So it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. If the inside doesn't match, I have been able to transform women's mindsets about themselves from this boudoir photography experience that I provide. That's so awesome. And you, you know, you did mention that you help it from the inside and it doesn't matter what people look like from the outside. But I truly believe that when you meet someone and they've got that glow that comes from the inside out. You're just so attracted to them and they've just got, it's like they've got sunbeams shining from them. It's almost like you don't even notice what the physical things are because they are beautiful. You've got your boudoir photography business, but you also have another business that you've started growing and that's certainly what we're going to talk about today. Not just what you do, but the journey to how you got there because I think it's the journey that is the inspiration in this story and can be inspiring to so many people to understand how they can use life's challenges to help others. That's definitely what I get out of your story. So can you share a little bit about, let's start with where you were at not a good time in your life. Yes. So about four years into my business, everything was amazing. We hit a million dollars in a year, which I was so proud of. Life was great. And Prince Charming walked into my life. And back then, I didn't know what an abusive relationship was or what a narcissist was. And so when, I, when this person walked in my life, I really thought God brought him to me. And I thought that everything lined up and my life was just the most perfect it ever could be. We ended up getting married very quickly in Paris, which was so beautiful. Oh, wow. And Quickly after we got back, everything started to change. My whole life started being controlled from where I needed to park my car, how I couldn't touch the microwave to put a fingerprint on it, how I needed to brush my teeth a certain way, or couldn't walk to the bathroom in the middle of the night because I would wake them up and sound like an elephant in quotes. And um, so everything completely was controlled my whole entire day. And I remember sitting on the couch after three solid days of emotional abuse 
And things he would say to me like, I tell the story when I get up on stages and I say, I was born very flat chested and it made me feel very insecure my whole life. And the reason I decided to get implants was just to feel like a whole woman for me to be able to feel that way. And I'm very vocal and I tell people that. And so what he did, he did things like, if anyone's listening to this podcast and doesn't know what emotional abuse is, he would use things like, you know, you are so insecure and you need to get these implants to show them off, which was not the case. And things like that for three straight days to where um, I walked in my parents' house on this Sunday, I'll never forget it. And he had just like bashed me down for like three hours. And I walked in and I started crying and I looked at my parents and I said, I'm the worst person in the world. And they looked at me and they turned the TV off and they said, what are you talking about, Jenny? And I told them everything that he was saying was true. I did get these implants. I must be insecure. I am all these things. And they looked at me and they said, Jenny, you're one of the people that have the biggest heart and you're so sweet. And they started crying. And I really knew right then that something was really off in this relationship. And so the next morning I woke up, it was a Monday, I'll never forget it. And I had this, I'm sorry, I love you letter. And I just knew this was not the right way to be in this, in a relationship. You know, everyone can argue and fight and all of those types of things, but this was totally different. Mm -hmm. And so I remember sitting on the couch and back then I was, I never went to church. I didn't believe in God or a higher power five years ago. And the voice came over me and said, you need to go to church and you need to find a therapist. And I literally remember like looking up at the ceiling and thinking like, wow, that was really clear. And I did just that. And I went to church for the first time that Sunday and I found a therapist and I'm actually going to see her this week. She helps me with my retreats. And I've completed over 300 hours of therapy. And within this therapy, what I realized was um, this was the worst time of my life. It was the most rock bottom place. But I also realized it was, I took everything I learned about myself in this process. Why I was in this situation? What led me here? And I did all this internal transformational work on myself to now I say I'm so grateful for it because I wouldn't know what I know now without that experience. And so I, I like to help women um, from everything I learned from the confidence boosting and the empowerment from my boudoir photography company, because that's the external portion, to now being able to help women transform the inside. Because when you feel good on the inside, you know, I'll give you an example because I just brought this up. I'm not sure if I would have gotten implants at this point in life because I'm so comfortable with who I am as a human. I don't know now if I would have got them. I still like them and they make me feel really wonderful and um, a woman, but I feel I am a woman inside and that's what I needed to know prior to. And so I like to be able to help women uncover those parts of themselves to see where they might be blocking them from living their best life. So I've designed these like amazing women's retreats around the country and um, I help women, like, for instance, I went in five years ago to my therapist for the first day and she said, so how do you feel? And I'm like, oh, I feel good. Because I was like trained to say that when I was younger. My mom did not talk about emotions. And so um, like when she was sad or angry, she would turn into a, a comedian, which I loved. And I actually want to be a stand-up comedian also someday. And uh -huh. so I, I learned when, when people were angry or or sad, I would learn to make them laugh or make them smile. And that's why I loved photography, actually. Mm -hmm. And so 
when she asked me how I felt, which was just right after this three days of abuse, I said, oh, I feel good. And she's like, well, how else do you feel? I'm like, oh, well, I have anxiety. And she's like, well, how's that working for you? And I'm like, well, I've had it my whole life. And um, it's kind of like I have blonde hair and blue eyes. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, well, if you could feel any other way besides anxious, would you want to? And I'm like, listen, Judy, I'm like, I'm like the seven-year-old woman. I don't know how old she is. I'm like, but listen, I've been to like five therapists in my life. And I don't think you're going to be the one to help me. Like, this is just part of who I am. So I worked with her in about three hours after finishing working with her. She is amazing. I realized that I was able to feel peace. And the reason why is I uncovered anxiety was attached to sadness, fear, and anger for me. And once I was triggered in one of those specific emotions, I then went to this crazy, anxious, panicky mode. I was out of control. My body controlled my, me with my emotions. And so once I did all that uncovering, unpacking, I have now been able to live in peace and joy. And I always say, it's not that I'm not triggered or it's not that I don't feel sadness or anger or fear anymore. Now it's very clear though to me, I got angry for instance this morning and I could clearly see I'm angry, I'm not anxious. And that anxiety held me back from living my best life, my whole life until after I was 30. And so now I want to be able to help women if, it, if they're depressed, if they're anxious, OCD, perfectionism, whatever that thing is that might not be working the best for them, that's kind of making them live in this extremeness, why it's there and if it's serving them. And if it's not, maybe you could figure out a different way for them to feel. So that's kind of where my new journey has taken me in this life right now. So what I'd love to know, because there's a lot of people I know that are listening that have had, we've all got a story. We've all got things that have happened to us in our life. At what point did you realize that there was something different besides photography? What, you know, was that a, something that just happened overnight that you can remember? Or was it a transformational journey that I'd love you to, to take us through how you have birthed this new business? Sure. When, so when I started therapy was, I, I was with this person still in this relationship for about a year. So I went to intensive therapy, continuing on this relationship that I ended up feeling like a shell of a person of who I was. That's how much my mind was basically brainwashed at, at this point. I couldn't, I didn't even know how to wash a, a pot when he left. But what happened was I remember going into my therapist's office the week he left and I was just a shell and she came over and sat next to me and she said, Jenny, do you realize, have you ever heard of what the cycle of abuse is? And I never heard of that and I didn't research it. And I looked at it and I thought, oh my gosh, I said, why did you not show this to me over this last year? This makes so much sense what the cycle of abuse is. And she said, because you didn't ask and you're just now realizing what this is. That's why you made him leave. And I'm like, you know what? I am, I just was on another podcast earlier and I said, if this can happen to me, this can happen to anybody. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty successful. I have my own income. I have the ability to leave a relationship like this very easily. And I didn't, as soon as these red flags were going off, I stayed. And so I was like, Judy, I'm going to take all of this and all of my platform and I'm going to go help at least if it's one person that I help, that's all I want. I want to be able to open up the communication pathways now in life to let people know that maybe this isn't happening to someone that's listening to this podcast 
but maybe it's happening to their best friend or maybe it's happening to their family member and they're, they're listening to their other women in their life and they're picking up on these stories. And instead of saying to your best friend who's telling you the stories like I had, oh, just leave or oh, you're ridiculous for staying in. Instead, it's educating all the people in the world that this is going on out there and to lend an ear and be there for the people because luckily I had the best friends and family in the whole world to be able to be there to sit with me through this. They knew I needed to like come out on the other end of my, by myself. And so now my passion just lies and I feel like my purpose on the planet is just to let people know that there's a different way to live. And so that was, that was the key like fulcrum point of this, this is what I'm going to do now. I love that. And I think that a lot of people that are in those emotional situations don't even realize they are. Mm-mm. And, you know, that's only something I think that, you know, if you've been in that situation that you understand. So it is about getting that message out from an empathetic point of view and saying that there is another way, which is fantastic. So, the kinds of women that you work with within this coaching, can you tell us about how it affects their life? So, you know, they're in these, the, and they're not even all in emotional, you know, badly emotional relationships, right? It's more about empowering women for wherever they are now to, to be better. Tell us about the kinds of results that they get or the kinds of outcomes that they get in their life. You know, I've heard so many amazing stories of transformation. Now, one thing I always say is I don't say I'm a coach. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm a regular person just like you and everyone else that's listening that has went through this traumatic experience and really has done the work to come out on the other side. And I just want to be able to be real and authentic with women that if I can do this, they can do it too. And so with my retreats, I actually bring in other professionals that are licensed therapists, that are recovery addiction coaches, because, you know, this is not my forte, I would say. I was like born into this, but it's not something like I recently have gotten these tools. And so I'm the first one to say, hey, if you have more information to give these women that want to come work, come help. Like, please join join me in this. This, is a, this isn't about me or about them. It's about all of us together. And so some of the things I've seen, one of the women came, she was really at her wits end about trying to have children. She, I think she was about 34 at the time when she came and she just wanted to be around other women. She was at this really sad place in her life and just couldn't really like unbury herself from that feeling um, of unworthiness and un, you know the, the emptiness that you feel from not being able to conceive. And so she came and she said, wow, I got these tools now to be able to go back home and feel more at peace with where I'm at. And if this is something that the universe gives me in the future, great. And I actually set her up with an adoption agency and she had went through like six months and she got pregnant. Oh, wow. He's due like any day right now. And so that's been amazing to see her viewpoint and mindset change on that. I had a woman that did come, uh, she just had left an abusive relationship and now she's on these dating apps and she feels so much more confident. She did her first boudoir shoot and she just loved the way she looked and used the pictures on a dating app. It's really just, it's a feel good type of retreat. And so who I would like to be able to come to these retreats are women that 
maybe have not dove in as far as I did on the self-development path where they're just starting to tip, tip their toe in the water right now. Yeah. Like they're interested, they see me on social media or whatever it is. And they're like, wow, she's just regular. And she went through all this. And I really want to be able to uncover something or I'm scared to go to a therapist. So maybe it seems more comfortable to come in this setting that we're gonna have fun and go to dinner and friendships and things like that, where I send them off with the tools to be able then to go back to their hometowns and cities to actually apply this every day and then go have the courage to walk into an, a licensed therapist's office or whichever type of coach that would be that would be best for them to send them off that way. So for someone that's in their business right now and they know that they have more to give and they're not quite sure what it is, what's a starting point for some of these women to to start exploring how to actually empower themselves more and to be, you know, live that life that's greater that they're destined to have? Well, I think that that, I mean, that comes along with so many things. If someone's listening at home right now, it's like, what actually in your soul makes you happy? This is, this is like, this is a good example. If someone walks into, let's say their dining room and they're like, I don't like the dining room. I don't like it. Well, it's like, okay, what don't you like about it? I don't know. Well, do you like the color of it? I don't know. Do you like the furniture of it? I don't know. Well, what don't you like? I don't know. It's like figuring out what is it that is holding you back from living your best life. And it's not easy like that. Like you, you know what I'm saying? You walk into a room, you're like, I don't know. I just don't know. It's a feeling that you have inside of yourself that is holding you back. It's not the dining room. And so it is, um, it's becoming aware and also really just being honest with yourself. Like, is this the relationship I want to be in? Is this the hometown I want to live? Or is this 